Welcome to David's Speech. What's up, everyone? I was going to wait to do this episode until morning, but I decided to just try and wing it, wing it to see what happens. <clears throat> and if it works, great. I'm going to put it on the Anchor app and, you know, wait until later to see if more needs to be added or what, or if it, you know, doesn't work, I'm not going to publish it or whatever, but it'll be used as a kind of template to go ahead and, uh, you know, write some of the stuff down more, uh, or just write it down, period, because I don't have any writing down, but, but I just have it in my head. So, this episode is going to be about the many uh, dimensions of awareness, how to strengthen it, how to understand it, in a sense, and how to not be blinded by the mind, uh, in which case you're not, you're, you're strengthening awareness and not, you know, becoming controlled by the mind itself. Um, there's a lot to this topic, so this may be a multi-part episode, uh, because there's a lot that could be called, gone into, um, or I might just do, like, I don't know, many segments. Hopefully I, I don't make it over two hours if I do that. And, um, you know, I, I can explain it much more fully. Um, but this episode is going to be very fundamental based on, you know, certain things and, you know, how, you know, these things work. In such a way that hopefully you can get a sort of understanding um, uh, more about how to work with awareness more. Because most people think that awareness means watching what's happening. And that's part of it, sure. In a lot of ways, this is, that is more important. Especially when you're, you know, working with the mind. Um, but there are other facets to help improve awarenesses. Um, I don't know what to use it. I don't know what to call it. How, but how to improve awarenesses, discernment powers. Um, uh, and there are certain things to help you uh, avoid certain blind spots of the mind, which have to do with awareness itself. Um, so this episode's going to be a little bit different. Well, not really a little different, but I'm going to try and put a lot of my points about awareness into one episode and add a lot more to it than I've added to it before. So I'm going to begin. So the first facet of awareness is obvious, right? It's a watching whatever it is that you're, you know, watching. Whether that be a mind, your mind, or reading a book, or watching television, whatever it is, watching. The second, second facet, um, which, you know, you may think it's the same thing, but it's actually not. But the second facet is actually called understanding. And this 
this actually requires this actually requires the mind um, because in order to understand you have to differentiate and it actually requires you to separate things into categories in a sense um, you know many people think that in order to understand something, they just have to understand that thing. There's nothing else that's really involved. That's actually not quite correct. Because in order to understand something, well, first off, you're going to have to differentiate you know, the, the idea that you're understanding from other ideas. And, you know, you're going to have to differentiate uh, other parts of, you know, this understanding and break it up into sections, at least a little bit. And the other part of this is language itself and the concepts themselves. Um, and how understanding works. Because understanding um, is not a standalone feature. <coughs> Or, you know, when you're understanding a certain thing, you, you, uh, it's not a standalone thing that you're understanding. And so you have to understand it based on the system and the, uh, the system that it's in um, and, and in, other, in other ways. So I'll give you an example, right? So you can understand gravity as much as you want, right? But in order to understand gravity, you have to understand that there has to be a causal relationship between gravity, the sun, the earth, and Jupiter, and all these planets in the universe. And also black holes, because actually, I think, I might be wrong about this, so, but I think black holes actually have a, a great deal to do with gravity. And they actually keep the universe, or at least the galaxies, stable, believe it or not. Because if you didn't have a gravity, a black hole, you wouldn't have, you know, a stable galaxy, and it would either collapse into itself, or it wouldn't be a galaxy. It'd be just a random collection of stars and planets. Um, so you have to understand this different, like these different, like levels. So it's not just about gravity, but it's also about other things as well. Um, so in order to understand water, you're going to have to understand the system that it comes from. You have to understand the chemicals that it makes it, that is making up this water. Because it's not just about water, it's about where the water was from. You know, was it from a mountain stream? Maybe there's other stuff in this water. Things like this. So it's not just about understanding the, the object or the concept as a standalone principle, but actually as it relates to other things. Um, re related to this subject, so that requires language, that requires other things. So, you, so for under for in order for understanding to work, all these things have to be kind of like connected and put together, which is what which is which is what systems theory is all about, pretty much. So, that's what understanding is. And the third level, the third dimension of awareness, is what I call discernment. Now, you may think that, you may be asking me, well, isn't discernment what understanding is? And the answer is, 
not quite, but it it's kind of related. You know, we're going back into systems thinking again, because in order to understand understanding, we have to understand discernment itself. And the problem also has to do with, you know, language itself. Um, so discernment requires you to um, rule out um, irrelevant or super, 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 uh, I, I can't say the word, uh, superlurious, uh, basically just irrelevant information. Um, and that requires discernment. You have to rule out irrelevant information, but you have to make sure, have to make sure that this is not, you know, this is actually irrelevant information, and so for that you do actually need discernment, which does require an understanding, and does also require awareness itself. So, like I said, these things are actually connected together uh, to create a sort of sort of system. So, what is discernment? I'm going to try my best to explain to you what discernment is in regards to understanding. So, it's one thing to understand things about science. You know, like gravity, you know, vaccines, things like this. It's one, it's, many th- it's one thing to understand things about the mind. You know, psychology, anger, depression, things like this. But it's another thing to discern its relevance to you or to a certain topic and that requires discernment and requires awareness and it requires understanding what this subject needs what it, what its you know purpose is um that's really the best way I can explain what discernment is I mean it still may sound like discernment and understanding they are the same thing but they're actually not because you know, understanding is something that's easy to do, but discernment is is a lot more. It takes a lot more. Um, it's more of a it's a lot, it's more of a fluid cognition thing, while understanding is is for the most part a crystallized cognition. Uh, this is based on opinion, but it's not necessarily accurate. But this is based on what I've um, understood about discernment discernment and wisdom and things like this um, you know discernment takes more of a crystallized um, <clears throat> cognition you know good good example of this right is you could take a religion um, but and you but if it doesn't but if this religion doesn't work or doesn't fit a certain situation that you're in understanding of this religion would still use this religion but discernment of what is actually happening what what ne- what needs to be done in this situation would require fluid cognition which means you would have to discount what the religion says like if somebody was actually having a seizure but what, what they would do what they would do back in the day uh, religious people and things like this is what they would think that these people were you know having exorcist would have or having demons possess them and say they would exercise them but that's not what people like epileptics epileptics need is they need 
you know, specific medication. And so you need discernment to actually see this and to look at this and, and go, oh, this is what they need. Um, so under, this is the difference between understanding and discernment. Um, I'm trying to think if there's more to this. But I think those are the three major dimensions of awareness. Um, Discernment, understanding, and awareness itself. uh, Which means watching or observing. And, you know, for the most part, the first two are pretty common. Um, But the third one is very uncommon because... Well, I think it's because so many people are... Because... I think the problem has to do with the fact that we are so bombarded with information, especially these days, that we we don't actually know which way to turn, and so we we are we are, we are bombarded with understanding, but we don't have under, uh, discernment to uh, that uh, levels that that is also, that comes with this understanding. Discernment, unfortunately, takes time and prog- uh, process. Sort of progress to uh, uh, gain. It's not something that's gained automatically, like understanding is. Um, understanding isn't really gained automatically, but it, but it gained a lot easier than um, discernment is. You might be asking, well, then how do you gain a, a discernment if the discernment is so important? Because it really is important. Discernment is what creates wisdom. You know, and a lot of uh, important spirituality teachings and things like this. Because there's a lot of irrelevant spirituality out there. So, what? So you, you might be asking, well, what creates discernment? That's complicated. Um, I might make a separate video or episode on this because... To be kind of completely honest, I don't actually know. But I think it has to do with relevance has to do with what you're trying to do for your specific uh, the specific moment that you're in it has to do with what you understand about what you're trying to do and it has to do with what you what works what actually works what you understand about what um, you know life that you find that works related to the situation so there's a bunch of things that are involved here um, and, you know, it's one of those things, it's like I said, discernment is all about fluid cognition, while understanding is, is a crystallized cognition for the most part. Um, it's something that you have to develop. But uh, discernment is something that you can't really develop. Discernment is either, you know, it's something that you have to continually uh, grow at and recreate constantly. It's like a process more than it is uh, you know, a system like understanding is. And, you know, discernment requires understanding, requires awareness, it requires rele- the idea of relevancy and irrelevant irrelevancy uh, and superfluous inf- information. And I pretty much described it. Um, and there really isn't, uh, like, a set way of gaining discernment. Because if there was, it wouldn't work for your life. Because life is, 
you know, it was constantly changing. So you would have, you could have a per- prescribed way of uh, discerning things for certain some things, but not with other things. And even with those things, it still may not work because, like I said, everything is changing. Uh, and so, in order for discern- you have you to have perfect or at least moderately good discernment, you have to have really good fluid cognition. And that's one of those things that takes work. Uh, it almost takes you to unlearn a lot of things. Um, it takes you to become less crystallized and more fluid. Um, which may kind of contradict the idea of understanding, but it doesn't. Um, because you can still be crystallized with the understanding, but when you're discerning, when you're trying to discern a certain pattern or a certain you know, way of doing things, you you have to kind of go beyond this understanding and look, look at it you know, with, with a certain crystallized flu, uh, cognition to some extent, but it's also fluid in the sense that you're you're constantly evolving what you're looking at so that you can, you know, get closer and closer to what might be more relevant or more accurate or more useful or whatever it is. So, anyways, this is uh, David Speaks, and I just figured I'd make this uh, episode. I don't know. I think I'm just going to leave it here because I don't really think there's much else to talk about. Um, so, anyways, that was the three dimensions of awareness. Oops. And don't worry, I didn't puke or anything. Just a hiccup. Um, it's the three dimensions of awareness, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.